You're listening to Talk to the Experts. I'm Wayne Nelson. My guest today is Sherry McMillan from McMillan Estate Planning. A reminder that the McMillan team will be hosting two virtual seminars, Wednesday, May 18th at 6.30 p.m. and Wednesday, June 15th at 6.30 p.m. You'll need to register ahead of time, though. Just contact McMillan Estate Planning, one 833 266-6464 during weekday office hours. Or you can check out the website and register. It's mcmillanestate.com. Sherry, in the first half of the show, we were discussing a few key aspects of the federal budget and some of the changes that are coming or have been made. And and although a lot of them have some good political optics, when you scratch the surface, as we found out, there's a lot more to it, especially for wealthy families, retirees, and small business owners. So keeping this in mind, what can they do to protect their wealth and their estates in the future? Well, thankfully, Wayne, there's still plenty of opportunity to protect our wealth. And although the government you know, is going to employ some of these strategies, we still want to take advantage of the highly effective ways that families can plan. And so one strategy, of course, and we always chat about it on every program, is the use of trust planning. And trust planning is not a new idea. Um, Specifically in Canada, we've used it for over 100 years, but in other countries like Europe and so forth, they've used it literally, you know, since the 14th century. So it will continue to be relevant, and it's a very creative tool in your arsenal to make sure you're safeguarding your estate from outsiders and taxation. And so, you know, it it is a multi-purposed tool. I call it like a big fence around your estate. And we want to make sure your estate is guarded and we want to make sure it's protected. And one of the tools we have in our arsenal is a trust. Now, there are different and kinds of trusts, right? Yeah, there are many different types depending on your own personal situation and which ones are applicable to you. But just to mention a few... Um, One of the ones that we predominantly use for many of our families that are shifting into retirement or in retirement is something called an investment trust. It's a unique trust because when you have a a large pool of wealth, and let's say you have it in investments, in varied investments, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and so forth, that pool is in effect your pension, if you want to call it that. Sometimes it's in RSPs and RIFs, and sometimes it's not. But that pool of wealth basically is your nest egg for the balance of your life, and it's going to carry your lifestyle. And so one of the things that most people are unaware of is that they have it unprotected. And how they end up in that position is they're using the traditional banking system, and they fall under bank law in Canada. And when your asset base is held by the bank law of Canada, it is exposed to two types of risks that we don't care for when we are shifting into retirement. And the first one is it's considered a public estate. So it means anybody can sue you for that wealth. So, you know, being hypothetical, you are snowboarding and you get in a car accident down south and someone sues you. That pool of wealth that you're going to rely upon for your retirement lifestyle is all of a sudden exposed. The second thing that happens is it's contestable in your estate when you wealth transfer it to your loved ones. And again, we don't like that because the word creditor today is not just bank anymore, sadly. Um, Under, you know, liability rules and so forth in Canada, if you're on boards of directors, for example, or you have a large estate and your estate goes through the will process, potentially people could take a run at your estate because it's of high value. Anybody that you owe money to can take a run at you. 
That's right. And what happens in effect is a lot of times these situations are settled because nobody wants the estate held up for, you know, three or five years in the court systems. And so whether you actually owed the money or not is still a debate, but you end up paying, you know, these these forms of creditors out. So an alternative option that we like much more is whatever that amount is that you're going to use as your lifestyle and nest egg for retirement, we like to use what is called an investment trust and wrap around that asset base so that we privatize it during your retirement phases of life. And so because it's private through your lifespan, you and your spouse, for example, if you do get in a car accident in the United States, nobody can sue you for that particular asset base. And so what you've just done is you've solidified your lifestyle. And we think that's very important because we don't want to see any of our clients going back to work when they're 68 years old um, because somehow they've ended up in a credit risk of some kind. The secondary benefit is it doesn't have to probate if it's in a trust. So nobody can take a run at it when you pass on neither. And so your wishes are met with absolute certainty when you do the wealth transfer to your loved ones. And that's very powerful because most people want to do a wealth transfer very tax efficiently, quickly, and without a lot of workload. And trust law accomplishes all of that in one fell swoop. And so my real-life experience is, is if a family has their asset base through trust versus the banking system, generally their estate is settled, Wayne, in about two to three weeks, which is remarkable. Yeah, and, uh, and things have been greatly delayed because of COVID when it comes to probate for those who haven't got their assets protected through a trust. That's right. I mean, what's happened, of course, as you mentioned, through COVID is everybody's systems and, you know, and everybody's uh, situations have been backlogged. So we're finding the courts that used to be, you know, a backlog of six months, eight months are now telling us a year to two years. Well, if you have a family business or a family cottage or the farm operation tied up for one to two years before anybody can, you know, do something with those assets, it's really punitive to not have it protected properly. The other thing that happens is when you're very affluent, if you use a traditional bank system and a will, when your wealth transfers to your loved ones, it's public knowledge and it's open to the courts and and then that's why people will take a credit run at that estate is because they can see, you know, evidently your estate is worth $11 million. It's worth it. Um, whereas if you've used a trust design, what happens is that's kept private. Nobody actually will know. And so there's no opportunity because it doesn't go through probate and it doesn't go through the court system for families to, you know, be at risk that their wealth is transferred to whom they choose. And so we are finding more and more today Um, Beyond the tax benefits, there are many other substantial benefits that have great merit for families to have trust investment planning, not only during retirement, but once they understand how powerful it is, they often want to employ it for their children, too, to have those same benefits, of course. Okay. Now, we've talked about the tax advantages. We've talked about the creditor and liability protection. What are some of the other benefits that uh, trusts have? Yeah, so another very interesting one that I think is uh, exceptional and very unique to trust law versus bank law is in trust law, when you're an investor, you actually have a principal guarantee on your investment itself. So unlike stocks and mutual funds in the banking system, um, you're at the mercy of the markets as the markets move around through your lifetime and through retirement. In trust law, you start with your deposit being 100% guaranteed in your estate, 
And so you always know what you've built up, what you've saved will always be there for the balance of your life and also in the wealth transfer to your loved ones. And not only that, but in addition to that, as you make profit through the decades ahead in retirement, that profit you're making in those particular investments can be frozen as part of your principal guarantee. And so what you're doing is you're laddering your estate higher and higher through your lifetime, and you know that that's the minimum your family can inherit. And not only that, um, if the markets, which is unfortunately 25% of the time, are in a negative position when you pass, your family gets the highest froze value you've ever had in your whole retirement phase of life to repurchase at the low price point. And so this can be, you know, a phenomenal opportunity for families that they are, you know, unaware of and don't even realize that they are risking way more than they need to be and have the opportunity to negotiate. Of course, the institutions aren't going to, you know, come knock on your door and say, hey, we'll offer you a principal guarantee. <laughs> you have to negotiate this. Um, but in trust law, we have those privileges. So it's a very powerful tool, and we recommend all our families at least protect at minimum the wealth that they want to use for their lifestyle during retirement. And all Canadians, Sherry, have a choice to invest in either system, either bank law or trust law. That's right. And I think what's happened is we've we've seen a big change since the 90s. We saw the banks and insurance companies merging together and trust companies, and they thought that they could fall under both uh, legislations, and it was ruled that they cannot. And so as a consumer... If we've always been dealing with a banking uh, system, they're not going to recommend the trust system to us because it's their direct competition. And the problem is, how are you getting the information then? And all of us in Canada, as a matter of practice, uh, we're not old money in Canada, so we all grew up in the banking system. Very few sure. of us use trusts. Um, that was always just set aside for the wealthy. But to me, anybody that has a net worth of a million or more is wealthy, and we should be contemplating these tools that are more powerful to protect ourselves. Good point. Sherry, time for a break. We will come back and wrap things up. The Macmillan team will be hosting two virtual seminars, Wednesday, May 18th at 6.30 p.m. and Wednesday, June 15th at 6.30 p.m. to talk with you about estate or life planning, some of the issues that we've been talking about today. To register, simply contact Macmillan Estate Planning. The number is 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours or go to the website for more information at macmillanestate.com. Sherry McMillan from Macmillan Estate Planning is my guest today, and we will be back to wrap things up on Talk to the Experts.